This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. Jimmy Ott, Dave Koch, and talking MLB on this Sports Better's Paradise edition. Again, part of the Bet Rivers Podcast Network. Dave, how's your weekend? Not bad. Uh, Saturday wasn't very good, but uh, yesterday was uh, real good. Swept the board in baseball and uh, hopefully can do that again tonight. Before we start breaking down the games, how about uh, Yankees Astros series? That four game set in. Uh, uh, in a Yankee Stadium, and it took a couple of comebacks in Game One, down six to three in the ninth, and down three to one late innings uh, yesterday with the Aaron Judge uh, three-run bomb. They covered the run line as well, yeah. but in between the Astros, the Astros starting pitching kind of showed a little bit uh, in that. With the futures right now for the American League, Yankees no surprise plus two dollars favorite. Astros not far behind plus two eighty-five. Yeah, but the Yankees showed why they are the favorite. I mean. They won two games this series. They should have lost. You just—they're uh, an express uh, with the power, and you know, uh, I don't want to go against them. Uh, them settling with Judge is that—I mean, he was it was up in the air, and he was having his best season ever. So, I mean, not 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 no opinion either way on I, that. I don't, don't concern myself with stuff I don't know about. I, I, I can't so, read Aaron, uh, I can't read Aaron Judge's mind, and he can't read mine either. So we're even. <laughs> how about uh, How about Boston? Started out ten and nineteen. Have now won nineteen of, of the last twenty three, including a sweep of then very hot Cleveland. Uh, but uh, nineteen and four, their last twenty three. They're on a roll, no question about it. A lot of talent in that lineup, and for Boston, it's simple. If they get decent pitching, they're going to win a lot of games. Let's get into the games and start off with those Yankees and boy the haves and the have nots here, huh? Yeah. Montgomery, three oh five and eight and a half. Oakland and Blackburn, if if Blackburn is a three oh five dog, what are the other games are gonna be like? Yeah, really talking about spreads. Yeah. yeah. Uh in these uh both the pitchers, how about this? Uh Blackburn seventy five and two thirds innings pitch. Montgomery seventy eight and two thirds. Both exactly 2.97 ERA. Uh, the Yankees finished that stretch against winning teams where they went against Tampa Bay, Toronto, Tampa Bay, and Houston, 9-4. and four. They finished on that uh, stretch. So, uh, keep, you know, as they step up in class a little bit, uh, no problem there. But this is a monster number here with Montgomery at home. Well, yeah, and there's nothing to analyze here. I mean, the Yankees are, are, should handle this team in every game of the series. If you're going to play it, I'd look for uh... – an alternate runs line, minus two runs or something like that. I mean, minus one and a half is ridiculously high. So that's about the only thing I can recommend. I mean, I, I'm not playing Oakland, that's for sure. Uh, and I'm not playing Yankee, the Yankees. Yankee, I mean, 
Yankee run line minus one and a half is minus one thirty-seven. I've uh, seen that, so uh, it's at Bet Rivers right now. That, that'll so. get a lot of action. Yeah, yeah, I will. That'll I would be think that'll so. be heavily played. They're coming out of a big series. They're coming out of a big series, and Oakland's won two in a row. If you want to make a case for Oakland, but uh, I, I, I can't reckon. I'm not. I don't lay prices on runs line, and I have no interest in the A's. So, all right, that's Toronto. What's that? That's the way it's going to be with a lot of Yankees games right now. Uh, You'll have to bite the bullet, and if you want to play him. (laughs) Hey, if you think this one highs, get ready for the next couple. Yeah, really. I mean, who after Blackburn is out of the way. Uh, Toronto and Gosman, $1.86 and 9.5 against those hot previously mentioned Red Sox. Uh, Seabold, uh, the third-round pick of 2017 draft out of Cal State Fullerton, yep. his season debut, he only threw three innings uh, last year. So, I uh, mean, a really fresh start for him. Gosman, after lights-out start, his last five starts, um, 23 innings pitch. He's given up 14 earned runs. So coming back down to earth a little bit. But the Red Sox have won seven in a row, 19 of 23. And, you know, they are hitting the ball. Now they travel to uh, Toronto to take on Gosman. Yeah, uh, no Hauk in this series for Boston because he, he can't travel to Toronto uh, with the restrictions still in place there. Uh, and that that's that is a factor. I mean... Uh, they purposely sat Shriver yesterday. They weren't going to use him because they need to have him fresh to close tonight. I'm not fading the Red Sox right now. Um, Toronto, well, they, they should have a chance to do some damage against Siebold. Uh He is a good young pitcher, but this is a step up. Gossman, a little bit unlucky lately. Um, and one of the things that's... He's, he's still got a very high batting average on balls in play this year, so he's actually pitched better than his overall numbers indicate, and his overall numbers are pretty good. Uh, I, there's no way I'm getting in front of the Red Sox right now, but I, I don't think this is the spot for them. I think you might find something better later in this series. Consideration for the over? Uh, I don't know. I mean, Gossman, Gossman can shut down the Red Sox. And Seabold's not bad. I mean, the kid's got talent. This is a guy who was a third-round pick in his draft year, and he's progressed nicely through the minors. I don't think he's going to be overwhelmed here. I took a, took an over yesterday. Milwaukee and Toronto was over in the second oh, inning. that was so did uh, I. In, yeah, and uh, it seems like Toronto, Dave, their runs come in bunches. I mean, it, it, it's it's yeah. like, you know, these big innings, these big games, or sometimes they've kind of been, you know, not so, you know, a little punchless. Yeah. Uh, I can't disagree with that. The Red Sox are killing the ball right now. Their weighted runs yeah. created plus the last week is 144. So I don't want to step in the way of that team. And uh, they're, they're just too hot to go against. But, again, I think the pitching edge is with Toronto here. So Next get up on the board, the White Sox in – what is going on with Lucas Giolito is the biggest well, story here. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll tell you what's going on. He can't hit the borders. Okay? He's not hitting the east or west or north or south. He is missing in the middle of the plate. So while his stuff is still good enough to register strikeouts, nobody can pitch the middle of the plate and survive. And he's getting crushed with, with hard-hit balls and barrels. Um uh, Barrel rate is uh, 12.5, I believe it is, 
which is really high. Hard hit rate is just short of 50%. Those are bad numbers. So even though Syndergaard's been no ball of fire, uh, he's the better pitcher right now in this matchup. And the interesting thing here is, that, look, it's, it's a, call it a guess, but I think the Angels might have a little positive momentum coming out of that game with Seattle yesterday where the benches emptied, about a 15-minute delay. The Angels needed something to feel good about. That was kind of a maybe a bonding moment for the team, and they did come back and win the game. I like the Angels tonight. Um, their bullpen is completely untrustworthy, and so is the White Sox. But I think early on, got an edge here uh, with the uh, Halo side. I, I like them first five in this game. And a barrel rate, um, does that distinguish on the last five starts? Because a lot of stru- Giolito's struggles are in the last five starts. He had a, a very respectable, more than respectable start, you know, doing pretty good 2-6-3 ERA until last five starts. Yeah. Dave, he's given up 30 earned runs in yeah. 25 and two-thirds innings pitch those last five starts. Yeah, and he yeah, got absolutely crushed in his last game. I mean, everything was hard hit. Uh that 12.5% is on the season, but it's been worse lately. He's really struggling. So so you would you would go first five uh, because they're basically the same, first five and for the game, 136 yeah, and I, 137. I, I am basically not playing any full games. Okay. I, I, the bullpens, you go ahead and figure out the bullpen. Look at the Cubs. Was the Cubs <laughs> bullpen yesterday? That's a bad bullpen. And they pitched like which, eight shots yesterday. Sorry. Cubs. You can't, oh. There's just no way to measure. For me, if you, if anybody who's listening, if you can handicap bullpens, congratulations to you. I can't. I'll freely admit that. There's just too random, too much randomness. I'd rather trust the starting pitching one way or the other, and I'll call it a day after the first five innings. Washington and Pittsburgh and the Pirates who, you know, and, and Cruz has come up and they've got the, you know, a little, a little excitement going on and some of the young players that are coming up. But, uh, boy, the, they had some tough losses in Tampa Bay. Yeah, Swept did. down there. I mean, tough loss on Friday night. Then up a, up a run in the, uh, in the Saturday game. For our leadoff guy gets on for Tampa Bay. Next, had double play. So they're out of it. Four straight hits to end the game and walk it off for Tampa Bay uh, to uh, win that game on Saturday. And then they win again uh, at a close one yesterday. Washington, $1.41, uh, $9.5. I'm uh, having some problems uh, identifying the two starting pitchers for this game, Dave. Who are you showing? It looks like Yajuri is going to go for Pittsburgh, and I, I have not done much work on him because it was just announced a little while before I uh, came uh-huh. on. So I haven't done him yet. Uh, Fetty is – Fetty's been – wildly inconsistent he's had either a really good game or a really bad game and he has a tendency to bounce one way or the other he's off a really good game so he might he might be due for a bad game um but i i I haven't really finished the cap on this game so i I can't give you anything i probably won't be getting involved next with minnesota and cleveland um nice pitching matchup here and gray uh for the minnesota twins a dollar twenty-seven and eight over Cleveland and McKenzie, and both of their whips uh, right at one. And uh, well, this is a a rematch of last week in Minnesota, where both of these uh, pitchers did get hit pretty good. Mm-hmm. So uh, Minnesota versus McKenzie, I uh, mean, six earned runs and four and a third, uh, nine hits uh, in that one. And uh, you know, the Cleveland hit great, pretty good as well. Uh, with the three earned runs, but eight hits over four innings pitched. 
And uh, so now they're right back at it five days later against these um, against these teams. Uh, Cleveland, after they've been so hot, they took two out of three at Dodger Stadium, two out of three at Minnesota. Now they've lost four in a row yep. and getting swept by that red-hot Boston team. Side note here, too, first time maybe ever that a Major League Baseball division-leading uh, a team lost their pitching coach to a college program. So LSU... Uh, takes a pitching coach from Minnesota Twins and uh, doubles his salary from three fifty to seven hundred, and he l- leaves on a, a midseason. Again, the Twins dollar twenty seven and eight. Well, the difference is that Gray Gray is markedly better than McKenzie on the analytics. Uh, and again, we go back to the barrel rates and hard hit percentage, and McKenzie is giving up double digit barrel rate, and that that's concerning. Uh, Gray. I think he's he's been pitching well. Uh, he wasn't good in his last start, but he looks pretty good. Now, the team form favors the Twins. They got Buxton back for, uh, for who knows for how long because he's got the chronic tendonitis in his knee, which is going to be a problem for the rest of his career. But right now, he's back in the lineup, and that does change their lineup. The Guardians didn't hit much this weekend against the Red Sox, so current form favors Minnesota. I would, and so does the line. I think the odds makers are, Gave you a pretty good indication here with Gray being a, a decent-sized favorite on the road against McKenzie. I agree with that. I, I would like the Twins in the first five in this game. And I would even throw in there, Dave, that, you know, the miraculous aspect that Cleveland won those first two games in Minnesota. I mean, it's just kind of like it, it's not sustainable to just keep pulling a you know, rabbit out the hat over right. it, over and but they were winning and people were backing them and just kind of maybe inflating their number. I'm just kind of waiting for that Cleveland team to kind of fall out their tree. Yeah, one bit. note I by they the were way. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Weather tonight looks like substantial wind blowing in at Cleveland. So if you want to take a shot on the under, there's some support for you. It's attempting uh, with that that eight. Uh, that uh, is is a good number in that park. St. Louis Wainwright against Miami and Lopez. And after a sizzling start for Miami Lopez, he's kind of calmed down. Check yep. this one out. You talk about a roller coaster guy. Last six starts, uh, three of them he's given up four runs, four runs, six runs. The other three he's given up zero, zero, and two. He is just all over the place as of late, uh, going up and down. Wainwright have uh, been pretty good even this deep uh, into his career, uh, but uh, maybe a little bit of consideration for the over after uh, a suspect Lopez. And I think at uh, seven and a half is uh, is kind of tempting. I, I couldn't figure this game out uh, mainly because of what you just pointed out with Lopez. He's he's a roller coaster right now. His control hasn't been as good. Lately, and that's that's a big thing for him. He's got to have command of his pitches. Wainwright actually not in real good form right now, so I might give a slight edge to Lopez, but it's in the price. You're not you're not getting what you need to take Miami here, in my opinion. Uh, you know the Cardinals are the better team. They're playing at home. They didn't have a great weekend, but uh, they're still the better team. And uh, so for me, I need I need like plus one fifteen, plus one twenty to really get interested in betting Lopez. I'm not getting it. It's about even money on the uh, first five, so I'm going to have to pass this game. All right, Texas, here comes Perez, and, uh, boy, yep. his, his, <laughs> he, he will give up hits, and you know, but he would dance around them, uh, and he just 
Overall, he's just putting up a lot of zeros uh, on the scoreboard. A dollar thirty-six and eight and a half on the road against Kansas City at Kauffman Stadium against Bubik, who has been horrible again, but showing mild yeah, improvement yeah. Uh, as of late. Texas again, a dollar thirty-six, eight and a half. I think that's a good price. Uh, I don't want to go against Perez. We've discussed him many times, and he just keeps going out there and getting a bunch of ground balls. He's not hurting himself with walks. Uh, he, he's been he's been solid. And there's no reason at this point to expect that to change. Uh, the Rangers uh, doing well when he pitches. Bubich has pitched better lately, but I don't trust him. Uh, so I can't really make a case for the dog. And the Royals, by the way, just lost two in a row to Oakland. That's not and at home, too. That's not exactly the form I want going in. So I think it's priced right. I expect the Rangers to win the game. But, you know, if you're not getting any value, uh, then it, it's a game you, at least my perspective, is you leave it alone. Got a lot of games, rest of the schedule, no doubt. Uh, Dodgers and Anderson, 205, 11 and a half in Coors Field against Colorado and Cool. And then finally, Seattle, Kirby, $1.59 and 7.5 over the feisty Baltimore Orioles. Check yeah. this one out, Dave. In the American League East, where Baltimore is, everybody's over 500. I mean, collectively, 60. Six zero games over five hundred, and they're thirty four and forty, more than respectable oh, at this absolutely. stage of their rebuild. Yeah, absolutely, I think they're way ahead of schedule, because most people thought, well, they're going to be another one hundred loss team or close to it this season, and uh, certainly their their pace has them getting maybe into the seventies this year and wins. So they're getting better, no question about that. Seattle missing one of their key components, Ty France, kind of an ugly incident at first base. Last week, a bad throw, had to come off the base, and his arm got crushed, basically, and he got an elbow injury. I don't know how long he's going to be out, but that's a, that's a big loss for them. He's, he's a very important guy in that lineup offensively. Um, I like Kirby. I like him a lot. I don't want to lay the price here, though. Uh, the Orioles are not yet getting, I think what you can say is the respect they're due. I'm saying that, you know, realizing they're still a losing team. But I don't think they're getting the respect they're due from the betting market yet. Uh, they're playing better than the odds would indicate. So maybe a little value on the Baltimore side, but not, not enough to get me really interested in the game. I do think the edge on the mound belongs with Seattle and Kirby. I, I agree, and that's why I talked about that 34-40. to 40. I mean, um, they're, they're, uh, they're definitely in the, in the black yeah. you know, ROI this year. There's no doubt about that. Speaking of Ty France, and I've got a setup where I've got multiple TVs and watching MLB package, and when I do have the audio on the Seattle broadcast team, they consistently refer to France as their best hitter. So, oh, he is. I mean, he is. Yeah, you know, so he is. He is uh, that, that's a big chunk yes, uh, to take is. out of that, uh, uh, that lineup. Uh, so, all right. Uh, so, uh, Dave, um, again, the Twins. We know yeah, you. Twi- twins that and one for sure. Twins and Angels, first five. Okay. Uh, short schedule. Okay. I think two games is uh, that's enough for me. I'm not. A, I'm not crazy about favorites. I'd rather have dogs, but uh, I do think the, the two pitchers are the right, right side in these matchups tonight, uh, with Gray for the Twins and not so much Syndergaard for the Angels, but against Giolito for the White Sox. So uh, let's go uh, Twins first five and Angels first five uh, in the minus 130 range uh, on both of them. And, uh, and now the, the Twins, the Twins, Angels first five and for the game is pretty much the same. The 
Twins, it's a pretty big difference uh, from 127 for the whole game to minus 150 for the first five. Oh, well, that's high. Uh, but it's still, I'm a first five better, and that's the way I'd look at it. But it does, that, I, I would say that's probably sharp money that's driving that lineup because it's, it's getting play, and uh, I don't disagree with it. I like a couple of overs tonight. I do like you, Minnesota, as well. And I just thought I was waiting at the right time to kind of fade the Cleveland uh, Guardians. And when they showed some signs of just kind of coming down a little bit, so many close games uh, that they've uh, they've won. And I yep. just don't think it's sustainable. They've had a nice year. They've done well. Ramirez is legit. Ain't no doubt about that. The oh, pitching is solid. Frank, Frank Kona is solid. I like a couple of overs. And, you know, the St. Louis-Miami game because, I mean, Lopez is – is just getting a little bit too much respect still uh, with that seven and a half uh, number. And then Toronto and Boston, red hot Boston against, you know, uh, Gosman, who's kind of tailing off a little bit. He's capable. We know that. And then Tor- that Toronto lineup, especially at home against a first timer, I think they're going to see a lot of their bullpen uh, tonight as well. So a couple of overs in there. So we'll be back on Wednesday. Again, good luck. Major League Baseball takes center stage with College World Series is over. We had a great run uh, for the College World Series. And also the NHL is done. Colorado takes care of business in sixth there. And we'll be getting into some more of the uh, preseason college and NFL stuff uh, around the corner as well. But right now, Major League Baseball takes center stage. For Dave Koken, I'm Jimmy Ott of the Sports Betters Paradise, part of the Bet Rivers Podcast Network.